Joining us now, though, is somebody who was at a football stadium last Saturday in the ACC, and that is former Clemson great, former Atlanta Brave prospect, Brian Kowitz. Brian, how are you, my friend? Hi, Stan. Good. How you doing? Uh, great. Great to have you on. I'm doing fine. Uh, read the story on Facebook, I think, Tuesday, and I said, boy, i got to reach out to Brian. It's been a while since we talked to congratulate you. You were named, I'm guessing it's called the Clemson Athletic Hall of Fame? Yes, I was. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was a great honor. It was, uh, you know, something you don't set out to do when you're uh, trying to make a team and yep. just kind of add value to a team. And uh, things just kind of came together, and uh, here, there I was uh, at the ceremony and on the field, and it was a lot of fun. How many people uh, were in the stadium? Just about 80,000. <laughs> That's about it, right. A lot more, probably as many that saw you play play baseball the entire time you were there. Right, exactly. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, there were so many uh, so many people. Now, you were a standout player at Boys Latin. Uh, Clemson came along. How many other big-time programs were interested in Brian Kowitz to play baseball for them? I would say... A dozen or so, right? Uh, you know, UVA and you know Arkansas and a couple of Florida schools and a couple of Carolina schools and um, Hopkins and Brown and a bunch. It was so it was, there was a bunch of bunch of uh, interest and um, but I went to visit Clemson and I fell in love with it and and uh, just the people and the facilities and the opportunity and um, so it, it just was. Uh, Felt like a good fit for me, and I, and I felt like I was going to challenge myself by going there. And yep. I, you know, I, I I wasn't sure, you know, if it was going to work or not, just because you know you're playing at the highest level there. It's one of the you know best schools in the country. Uh, even at that time, you know, we were you know always in the top ten or fifteen, and um, but it was a it was a challenge that I wanted to accept and see if I could do it, and um, just kept working really really hard and kind of just had my head down and grinded it out the whole way through and uh i think that's the only way to do it kind of just you know focus where you are and try to try to just excel you know whether whether the saying is try to be great where your feet are yeah who was your who was your coach that reached out to you and recruited you there so they had an assistant coach um and a recruiter named Dave Littlefield mm -hmm. uh Dave uh came to see me play at Rude Hill Park Mm -hmm. Against the Elite Giants, wow. and yeah, so that was, and, and Elite Elite Giants had a really really good team, some really really strong players. Um, uh, Ernie Brown was a pitcher there that was was really really talented, and I ended up playing in the Red Sox organization. Um, Chloe was on that team for a big left-handed hitting first baseman, and uh, they had some real real strong players. And I had a really good game that day. They were coming out to see Kenny Burkham, who went to Pikesville, right, and. Um, and because he was uh, gonna, he was a year older than me, and he was going to go there the next year and pitch for him. And I was, um, and I, you know, I had a pretty good game, and he uh, he, he made me an offer to come there. And um, I remember a couple weeks later uh, signing uh, at Boys Latin in the parking lot on the hood of my dad's car, right? Uh, letter of intent to go to Clemson, and um, yeah, Dave ended up becoming the GM for the. Um, Pirates for about seven years. Yep. And now he is—he's the pre, uh, director, president of uh, player development for the Tigers. 
Interesting, interesting. Had have you ever looked back that that decision was the wrong one, or from day one you knew it was right and it felt right? And what happened last Saturday was sort of the icing on the cake. I I never never wavered. Um, once I once I was in, I was in, and I I, I loved every minute of it. Um, it was it was for me the perfect fit. It was a great balance between athletics, academics, and um, you know, just the social life and uh, just the whole, the whole entire, you know, the spirit of the school. Um, it, it, it never had a doubt. Loved every minute of it. Loved going back. Loved the people there. It's a first class operation. And, um, you know, the, the, I don't know anybody that has gone there that has had a bad experience. Now, was that back during the time period? Was the football coach Dan Ford then? He was, yeah. And it was yep. did he win a championship, national championship, while you he, were there? He won, no, he, so I, I was there, uh, 88, 89, and 90. Right. Uh, he won his championship in 81. Okay. Wow, was that far back. Okay. I yeah. remember he won yeah. a national championship. Yep. We're talking yeah. with Brian Kowitz, a former boys Latin star baseball player, and now recently inducted into the Clemson Athletic Hall of Fame last weekend. He spent down there. Was your family with you, your entire family? Yeah, my whole family, my three kids were there, my parents were there, and my brother was there. That's and, great. Um, several, several uh, friends. I had a lot of uh, several friends came down as well, and then some old teammates were there as well. I mean, every, so yeah, it was a lot of good support. You know, two tables worth of people. <laughs> now, it was fun. Now, you and I aren't best friends, but we were acquaintances, more than passing acquaintances. But you were telling me that your son, Corey, is a freshman at NC State right now, and yes. he's he's not on their baseball team, but he's on the club team, but with some aspirations now. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure, sure. Well, so Corey Corey played uh, at McDonough, and he's a, he's a late bloomer. So uh, his his senior year, he really had a strong season, and uh, they made it to the playoffs for the first time in I don't know maybe ten years, and. Um, won their first playoff game in probably 15, 18 years, I think. And he was a big part of that team, was the second leading hitter on the team. He was tied for first and extra base hits. And then he's just started getting bigger and stronger. And he's now, fast forward, he's the starting shortstop for the NC State club baseball team, which was a tough team to make in its own right. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, he's been talking to the baseball coach, and um, he is trying out for the uh, for the real team. And you know he's going to give him, give it a try because he doesn't want to have any regrets. He wants to at least say he tried, and if he does, if he if he makes it, and he makes it. If he doesn't, then he know he tried and, yeah. and he did everything he could. As he worked really hard. Yeah, I'm 67. I'm still hoping I'm a late bloomer. <laughs> right, exactly. Me too. Uh, right. What posi- also- what, what position does Corey play? So he's a, he's mainly a middle infielder. Uh huh. And um, he can play a little. You know, play third. He can play a little in the outfield, but. He's he playing shortstop for the club team now. All right, and your daughter, and I apologize, I don't know your kids' names. She is Mackenzie. Mackenzie, she's playing lacrosse this morning, correct? She, yeah, she is. We're down in Florida for a big prospect tournament. She's a junior at Roland Park. Okay. She is. Um, she she's got our club team TLC down here in Florida that and. You know, she's got uh, four games to play, and uh, we're in like the Wellington, West Palm Beach area. And there's about 150 college coaches here to watch these girls play. There's like 400 teams. It's 
Wow, actually a madhouse around here. <laughs> that's a, that's exciting stuff. That's exciting stuff. Does she know my friend Charlie Levine's daughter, who's going to Hopkins? Yes. Oh, she knows. Yeah, very, very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, a great. Uh, so uh, she got some real interest in her then at this yes, point. Cameron. Cameron. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yeah. She's a she's a great player. All right, uh, Brian. Before we let you go. Uh, you you put your heart and soul into playing baseball, and you were an eighth round draft pick by the Atlanta Braves, and you played at times uh, some pretty high level baseball in the minor leagues, and you got just the one cup of coffee in '95, ten games in the major leagues, and then like a year later, it was kind of all over for you. How disappointing was that when you put so much into it? Or is it the type of thing, and I'll let you answer the question, that you tried your best and you're you're okay with the results the way it played out? That's a great that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I've always had fairly I've, I've always had fairly good balance in my life. So, um, you know, I, I knew you know you know baseball is is there and it's going to be there for a little while and then you know you're gonna to have to ultimately do something else because most people do you know you know even though i made it that it doesn't mean i don't have you know another 70 years to live you know so yeah or, or 60 years to live so the, the, the question is you know is interesting because in 96 i think if i didn't get hurt in 96 when i was with the blue jays um you know the reason i stopped playing was um I had a uh, pretty severe ankle injury, a torn labrum in my left shoulder, and I had two uh, um, elbow surgeries. So I did not know that. Okay. I don't, I don't think people really realize that um, I actually, in 1997, I had offers to go to camp by the Expos, uh-huh. the Yankees, and the Braves in 97, and I turned that down because I just didn't think I was healthy enough to move forward anymore. So... I didn't think I could. I could. I couldn't. I mean, I lost a step or two. Um, my arm was was every time I threw the ball, I felt like I was getting shot. You know. So that's um, a lot. That's a lot different than just sort of saying I, I'm not good enough. You 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 sort of came to terms with it because your body didn't allow you to to move forward. Oh yeah, because I don't know if you remember, but in 2000, I I, I was convinced to come back by um, Billy Ripken and uh, and. Uh, Adam Gladstone, who was uh, part of the Aberdeen Ironbirds yep. in the Atlantic League at the time, and um, I came back and played. Uh, I came back and played for them for uh, I don't know, about a month and a half, and and I and I, you know, I I hit well. You uh-huh. know, I hit well. I hit about four thirty for them when I played, but I, I mean, Stan, I could not. I just couldn't move. Yeah, you know, I, could, yeah. I had to play first base. My my ankle was just you know really 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 hurting a lot and um so i contemplated coming back there just because you know i was hitting but i just you know my body was kind of wearing down at that time so i just had to make a decision to to move on with my life and you know start the next phase of you know my world in business and you're you're in the insurance business and doing very well yeah i have an insurance agency in green spring station and you know we're doing uh, we're doing well it's uh it's been a it's it's been great i'm i'm very happy with the way things are going there and, you know, work hard and, um, you know, things are going well. Did the, did the sp- overall sports experience teach you some things that you take with you today, Brian? 
Oh, 100%. I mean, the biggest thing is, you know, I, I mean, I show up every day. You know, mm-hmm. you, you got to show up every day. And, you know, you, you know, I'm not afraid of the grind. I'm not afraid of the hard work. Um, you know, I'm not, there's, you know, you learn how to deal with a lot of pressure, you know, when you're, when you're playing at that level. Um, and, um, disappointment, you know, I was in a game full of disappointments, you know, there was, you were, you were disappointed every day because right. you were making outs all the time. Right. <laughs> so, right. you know, um, you're, you're not winning every game. So you're, you're trying to, you're trying to, um, you know, stay, stay positive and look, always look for the good. And I'm an eternal optimist and, um, and I'm a very positive person. Hey, last question I got for you. And again, we're talking to Brian Kowitz, former star baseball player at Boys Latin, who was just last Saturday inducted before 80,000 fans at Clemson Stadium into the Clemson Athletic Hall of Fame. Brian, what are you, I had you on our TV show, uh, which we did for 10 and a half years, about four years ago, I think. You were doing some work with the Baseball Warehouse at that time? Yes, I yep. And yep. do you still do some teaching? I, I do a little bit. I'm I'm on the uh, advisory board of the baseball warehouse, so I kind of help him with his planning and um, you know relationships and uh, marketing, and you know I do a little bit of that. Um, I'll help out a little bit um, when I can with some instruction and you know with the with the camps and clinics, and you know we have it's great. We have uh, Mike Bordick is uh-huh. is uh, part of our team too, and he helps out and. Does a lot of a uh, lot of instruction in clinics. Uh, Scott McGregor uh-huh. is out there with us. Um, we have a we have some really uh, some some you know all ex professionals that that teach the kids and coach the kids. So it's a really nice uh, um, platform for these kids to get better. All right. Well, Brian, I appreciate you taking some time on the sidelines down there in Florida uh, while you watch your daughter play lacrosse. Uh, again, congratulations on a great honor, and uh, it's great to talk to you again. Uh, thank you, Stan. It was great to be on the show. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Brian Cutwitz. Thank you.